gun line, gun line, gun line, fire mission coming down. I'm your host Lopez and you're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast where we shoot the shit like we did in the past out in the field. So hope everybody's doing well out there. How's your week been? As for me, can't complain. I mean, I could be nobody gonna fucking listen anyways. But anywho, um, it is Saturday morning, 10, 14 a.m. here in the great state of Texas, in San Antonio, that is. Looking beautiful out there, more than likely a day to go ride the bike. So um, right now, just waiting for our guest who's going to be coming over here on the gun line. His, he goes by Smoke from Smoke Survival Guide Facebook page. Um, I think he also has an IG on there for that page. I'm not too sure. But anyways, um, he should be on here soon. Uh, he told me next couple of minutes so i figured i'll go ahead and take some of your time in the meantime what is good everyone hope you guys enjoyed that last uh midweek memo that i did with dowden and Urena. um i think uh we got a good format that's coming through down the pipeline it's gonna be for the midweek memo for those of you if you guys are new listening to this um, I do two episodes a week. The first one is on Wednesdays. It's called the midweek memo, which is usually a bridge just to get you through the week towards the shoot the shit Saturday episode, which is normally when I'll have a guest, we'll have a one-on-one -on -one interview. Normally I try to, uh, you know, get someone that's uh, free with expressing how they want to go ahead and, um, and, and about how they felt about their experience in the military or not only that, but um, if they've had any struggles, how they dealt with it, how to push through it uh, because honestly, a lot of us veterans, when we get out, um, it seems, at least in my fucking experience, I felt that it's been difficult for me to fucking um, readjust to the civilian world. But uh, hold on, he's sending me, he said he's popping in now. So with that said, hopefully we'll have um, smoke coming on here soon. And, but yeah, so, oh, here he is, Kayla. Who the hell is this? All right, give me one quick second and uh, we'll bring them in time now. So let's see. That is definitely a name that I did not expect to see coming on here. Uh, but he's. Uh, can you hear me? Hello. Uh, yep, I got you, but I don't see. Oh, man. So I guess it's my wife's account that's on there. Um, <laughs> let me let me try to um restart the zoom and see if uh, well i guess maybe hang on. it doesn't show the names anyway it just shows the video so okay yeah so um i guess next time or i mean like when you record it it won't be on there or something so. yeah we're already recording by the way <laughs> oh fuck god damn it <laughs> i mean i can restart it if you want bro surprise <laughs> no we're good no all right too easy what's going on brother how you doing i was actually just doing the intro uh, letting everybody know that you'll be a popping on his shit. And we got Smoke Man from Smoke Survival Guide. How is fucking Fort Carson treating you, man? Oh, man. It is um, every day a new challenge. Word. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'm loving it though. Uh, still, still hanging in there. Um, like, I guess it was Thursday. Yeah, no. Maybe Thursday. I don't know. But I got pulled into my smart major's office and he was like, uh, surprise, motherfucker, <laughs> you know, going back to the line. And I was like, oh, oh no what? shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like I thought I was about to get cussed out, you know, like because he said it was a one way conversation, you know, and I was oh, like, shit. oh, shit. 
yeah, it's never good to go see the man. So, mm-hmm. no. But I mean, no. I, I guess in this case, uh, they're pulling you back. What you were working at battalion or brigade, and now they got you back, going back to the gun line. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in battalion. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, now I'm heading back down to the line. Uh, so already this morning, uh, <laughs> dealing phone calls. Of so. course. I mean, hey, life is never easy. They got you as a gun or your smoke out there right now. Oh yeah, I'm a big smoke man. Oh, right on, right on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, um, I don't envy you. Uh, I mean, mm. I, I, I never got to the position of smoke man. The highest I got to be was a gunnery sergeant for a rear D battalion or a rear D battery. And honestly, that's just 59. Wait, what are they? Not 59. What the fuck was the PMCS uh, paperwork? Yeah, 59.88. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. those motherfuckers <laughs> out, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Check yeah, on maintenance sure. and make sure the fucking soldiers are good, bro. Mm-hmm, That's what's mm-hmm. up, though. So, um, oh, you yeah. guys, are you mechanized there or like? Um, we are a striker brigade. So, um, we've got we've got some strikers, uh, but triple uh, sevens. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I, they still do air assault raids. I guess I haven't seen one yet, but looking forward to it. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I remember that link counts. Oh <laughs> shit. Don't even <laughs> like uh, link counts on triple seven. Um, I gotta bust out the foot for that one. For real. Hey, go take a fucking refresher on the slick course. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> dude. No, thank you. That was one of the worst fucking courses I took. I mean, it was fun and all, mm-hmm. but uh, because I took that course, I wasn't able to go to the air assault course because they already, oh. you know, learned uh, what I needed to learn. But I wanted to go to air assault course. Right. Granted, I don't know how far I would have made it with a fucked up back. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. The, air assault school was hard, man. <laughs> like one of the hardest schools in the army. Uh, uh, that's what they say. Hardest ten days in the army. But I mean, all the airborne guys, like uh, you know, back at Bragg, those guys, like, you know, they're like, oh, this is much different. The fake Bragg. Get out of here. I heard that the other day in a meeting and I was like, really, dude? Fake brag? <laughs> like, no. I always give shit to Hunt because he's always Mr. Airborne, 100 and worst and all. Well, 101st. I call him 100 and worst. But he's, I'm like, dude, when was the last time the 101st actually jumped? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. But yeah, dude. Um, so how you dig in Colorado, man? Have you acclimated to that fucking elevation? It took a long time, an absolute long time. Um, let's see, like, so I was here, I guess it's like three days. And then I started uh, playing baseball. Like they've got a, uh, like the MSBL out here mm-hmm. is real big. Um, and then I showed up to like, uh, like a tryout essentially. And then like, I was just dogged out, tired. <laughs> like, I mean, I was like taking some bat and practice and then I was just like, could not breathe, <laughs> you know, like at all. Um, and it, it, it took a little bit. Um, I wasn't able to run for, I mean, you know, any more than a mile for like, I'd say it was almost, it was almost a month. I'd say like it was, I mean, you know, slowly getting better, but man, I just can't breathe up here. <laughs> it's Bro, fucking awful. I got there from Fort Stewart and mm-hmm. I got there to uh, Colorado Springs and it was mm-hmm. dead winter. I got there February, January 31st, February 1st. And so I decided I'm going to go try to run to acclimate because I've never been a good runner. No, let me emphasize, <laughs> never been a good runner ever. And um, anybody who knows me from the old days knows I am not a runner whatsoever. But um, so what ended up happening 
was I try to go out there and run and trying to run in a high elevation at the same time in freezing cold weather, it's not good for the lungs. It's not going to fucking work, bro. And my first battery run that I did, I remember there was this LT, Lieutenant Stave, big, tall dude. He was cool as fuck. But um, like the LTs were running in the back of the battery. Bro, I think I made it about a quarter mile in the run. And then I just started falling back. Slowly. Oh, yeah. And it, and I remember the LTs <laughs> were like, who's that new guy back there? Like, just turn the fuck around, sir. Turn the <laughs> fuck around. Don't, Don't look at me. Don't worry <laughs> about this guy right here. You know, because I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, and they wanted to run a Camo Hill. Fuck that. Oh, my God. Like, that was, uh, we did that. Um, was that Monday? I think I ran that Monday. Oh God, dude, no! Like we went all like all the way around like the whole park that's mm-hmm. over there, and then like back up the mountain, and then there was this like, um, there was this young guy, young kid, you know, like he had to have been like nineteen with a rucksack on, you know, just like <laughs> doing his little like airborne shuffle. Yeah, and uh, this was like, I mean, we we started running before PT, you know, like you know, so we could get the full right, full experience, right. so to speak. <laughs> um, so. Like I come up on this kid and then like I got to the midway up that hill, you know, midway. And I was just like, you know, like doing the old man mm-hmm. thing, you know. Um, and then I hear him like jogging behind me and he's like, let's go, Sarn. Like you can do it. Like you're motivating me. And I was like, fuck, you know, like, Dude. like, come on. Like I got to be out here leading these young men. And that's the bitch part right there, bro. You know, because they're going to be looking at you like, damn, Smoke, you can't keep up with us? Yeah, I guess that's a good thing about when you do platoon PT, you know, you could be like, mm-hmm. hey, you're running my pace today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. Well, because, like, I mean, I'm one of those guys, like, I'm, I'm a workhorse. Like, I'm strong as a fucking ox. <laughs> like, I will lift heavy things all day. Right. So, like, I like to do a lot of uh, functional uh, fitness type stuff or combat related right stuff you know um so water jug carries you know things to that nature you know um and i'll just be out there just wrecking it and then the young guys are like oh shit you know but i'm dying (laughs) you know oh you dude and and, you know especially when especially if you're just going back to the gun line you know you got to go in there with a fucking kind of like with your dick swinging like you know uh <laughs> yeah yeah kind of because i mean yeah like like my sergeant major uh he was telling me you know he's like i need to go get her you know all this stuff and i just you know told him i was like i'm a fucking pit bull like let me go you know like i am in right so um i showed up and then like i thought like it was like kind of a miscommunication i think like i was supposed to be doing like my right seat ride you know but you know here i am like Hey, Gunner, have you thought about X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. Fucking do it that way, guy. You know, like that kind of stuff. Right, right, right. And yeah, so I got I got my PB slap for that a little bit by uh, really? both the Sergeant Major and, and my first Sergeant. <laughs> so, really? so, so I was like, oh yeah, I, I misunderstood. My bad. Yeah, no, like <laughs> we're co- we're cool. I'll just I'll just observe. Yeah. <laughs> right know? on, right on. And um, so I mean. Um, obviously, you know, your mission as a smoke man is to get your, all your firing platoon ready to go fucking cert if they're not cert yet. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, um, dude, and get them up to shape. I mean, 
I, again, I don't envy your position right now, um, <laughs> the way the climate is out there, because I was a yeller. I was a big yeller. Um, yeah. I get my point across a lot. And a yeah. big cusser. I cuss a lot. I mean, even on here, that's just like, fuck is a comma to me, you know? Yeah, same, same. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I again, I don't envy your position, dude. But yeah, um, mm -hmm. dude, what's the op-tempo like out there? I mean, you guys like getting ready to fucking go prep, go to the field all the time or... <sighs> that's kind of what it seems like, like they're in the field a lot. Um, but I mean, I'm into it, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I love that shit. Um, so they, they did table sixes last week. Okay. Um, I think like our, our batteries, I think we only have like a couple sections that aren't certified yet, but there's just like manning issues, you know, the normal shuffle of units, like right. young units, I think. Um, so we're, you know, shuffling guys around and, and I think we're going to get everybody, you know, certified at least table five, like this coming week. And then, you know, hopefully, um, I guess we go out to table 12 here in the coming weeks. And, you know, prior to that, we'll get those guys that are not table six certified. We'll spin them up, get them ready to go and uh, throw them to the wolves, man. Like we're going to, we're going to fucking work. Dude, I mean, we're that's gonna get it. And I mean, I, I always remember motherfuckers will be bitching about how much we went to the field. And it's like, dude, um, it's in the name, field artillery. Yeah, field artillery. You know, there you go. lived out there. So, and I mean, that's, I get it. The downtime in between, in between missions, that shit suck balls. But yeah. as soon as you heard those words, fire mission, God <laughs> damn, I don't care how sleepy yeah. you were, you would wake up and just start fucking, just fucking hopping and popping, man. I miss that shit. So yeah. uh, with PT, Mm -hmm. uh, with PT out there uh, in the Springs or just in general with Army wide, mm -hmm. you guys are, are you guys not catering? Are you guys uh, focusing more like towards this ACFT? I heard that shit is a beast, bro. It, dude, it is a monster. It is a killer. Um, so, man, that thing is fucking hard. <laughs> it is, it is awful. Um, I think it's just really the sprint drag carry. Like that's kind of that wall that you hit. Okay. And then it's just like, I'm smoked. And then you still have more events, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So like, I mean, you, you walk out there, hit your deadlift, you know, feeling like a monster, you know, yeah. throw your little, throw your little 10 pound kettlebell, like, like, or, um, you know, medicine ball, whatever. Right. And then, um, like T pushups, come on. But then your sprint drag carry that's where it sucks like oh, shit. You, you you'll be looking like a little baby deer after you finish like, now, are the events like, done in a certain sequence like you know uh like how we did first the push-up event then the sit-up mm -hmm. event or and then the the run so is mm -hmm. this done sequential as well or is it like a round robin type deal no it's all, it's all in a specific order but um i guess there are more changes being implemented today cft now uh I mean, because they ruled out recently that uh, they can do a plank instead of the, um, the leg tuck. I think it was I read. Yeah, the leg tuck. Yeah, but it's like it's like a four minutes something to to max, like because it's a great event. I don't know a single person in the army that can plank for four fucking minutes, <laughs> like over four minutes at that. Like it's not just like okay, you know, three fifty nine, four minutes max. Right. No, it's like more. Dude, so, I know that um, when I was a private, uh, my chief at the time, uh, Sergeant Taylor, he made us plank like a motherfucker. We would plank there, you know, two minutes, three minutes. And it sounds like a, a little bit of time, but it uh -huh. really fucking, it 
two minutes if you just stay quiet and you're just thinking except he called it watching the tv yeah watch tv yeah yeah yeah. that because like you're sitting there yeah like yeah i used to do the same shit yeah so you know um and that shit will break you off man so no doubt uh but that leg tuck i always suffered on that bitch dude when we were doing like a prt when that shit was being done I yeah. sucked at it because uh, I had no core strength. You know what I mean? But I mm-hmm. think it's great. I think uh, it's great that the army is focusing on something that is more uh, physical, re- physically related to your fucking job that you're going to be doing. What right. I disagree with is the um, the scales as far as like, or the, mm-hmm. if it's one standard across, it should be one standard across. I know you can't touch on this too much, but it's one, it should be one standard across for both males and females. You know what I mean? Whatever the scoring yeah. guy is for the male should be the same scoring for the female. So the well, same yeah, I mean, that's, pass should be the same for the males to pass and vice versa. 100%. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how it should be. And I think, uh, you know, that's how it is to an extent. But they're, they are looking at the scoring. And it's more about, um, like, you, you get slotted into percentiles. Okay. So it's like you, they, you are on the same scale. Like, your point scale is the same. Mm-hmm. but instead of now this is just my understanding i don't know how accurate this is like right. i mean i don't know but um my understanding was that what they do is they take all the males and they put them in a pool and they say okay well you know this guy has the highest acft score in the army so he's like motherfucking platinum diamond whatever the fuck <laughs> they call him you know whatever whatever the scale is and then you know, it just kind of trickles down, almost like the old World War II scoring system, like the dude that had the most has 100. Okay. You know, so it's it's kind of like that, um, but it's separated by males and females. Gotcha. Um, so, I mean, it, it it's the same scoring system, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like right, it's, right, right. So, I mean, it, it's a, it, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. Big right. Rock is going to control how that shit goes, but fuck it, man. So, uh, yeah. back to the army shit. Uh, how's the barracks life? Um, I mean, I'm sure you have probably had to pull staff duty and shit like that. Are there any barracks parties going on or is it all nice and quiet out there? Oh, not here. Not here. I have not had to do duty yet here. I'm still within that like 90 day window. So, like, I'm, no duty for me lucky lucky <laughs> right well, i mean shit at fort sill it was um fucking three four times a month i don't know maybe <laughs> somewhere in there <laughs> Dude, on my way out i was pretty much on staff duty every other fucking day because oh, i was like well Lopez is already on his way out so he ain't going to the Put field the he's going yeah. there, so slap him on there mm-hmm. fuck it too easy man i'll go sit out no. there and then the way i did it was um my runner, um, anybody who was my runner, y'all already know how I had my shit down. Like, all right, y'all go ahead, go take a nap in the evening, come back over here at X amount of time. When you come back, I'm going to go do my checks and um, you text me or call me if somebody comes in. Right, right. And dude, I mean, it worked out perfectly, you know, mm-hmm. come four o'clock in the morning, four thirty in the morning. We're both sitting there, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like nothing happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, 24 hours shift, it's a fucking yeah, beast, bro. Yeah. And, I mean, hopefully the Army, I would think they would come up with something. Because it's funny, they make you do this 24-hour shift, and then you have to drive home. 
you know yeah yeah exactly it's like the same as a six pack of beer um like and we're worried about you know duis and shit like real dude but i mean there's been so many accidents following um you know staff duty or cq or whatever but i mean let's let's be honest like what how do we mitigate that you know like do we make them sleep there for a certain period of time before they can go home like right i want to go to my bed exactly (laughs) you know i want to lay down i mean like look at the sdos or you know like uh slept somewhere yeah you know i it's it's always in the regulation they they're allowed to Mm -hmm. but not the duty nco not us Oh nine, but you know shit flows downhill all the time. It fucks mm-hmm. us over. I used to go back there when I was on staff duty, bro, on the weekends, and I would love seeing like the infantry cats and the artillery cats just talking shit to each other from barracks to barracks. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm-hmm. I would love that. It would get my dick hard because you know I was a private <laughs> at one time too, and so you know I would let them fucking party on, and right. I would see them. And as long as CQ held the shit down, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're good. So I would do my walks and they would see me like, going on, Sergeant Lopez. What's going on, y'all? You know, you guys good? You guys drinking? I knew some of those motherfuckers were underage, but I'm of the type of, okay, look, you're old enough to take a bullet for your country. You're old enough to drink. So you deserve I, it. You yeah, deserve I would it. tell them, dude, just make yeah. sure you don't do nothing stupid, you know, and if MPs come, lock your ass in your room. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Just lock your ass in your fucking room and don't do nothing stupid. And I'm mean, pretty much for for all intents and purposes, I guess they say it went well, you know, I never had any mm-hmm. issues with them, but, um, dude, it, it's great to have you on here, man. Um, what is on your mind? It's, I mean, it's been a hot minute. It's your, it's your show today. Ooh. What do you want to discuss today? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, uh, I'm just, I'm just emotionally drained, man. Like it's been a, it's been a tough few days. Like I'm going through a lot in my personal life and, <laughs> Um, like, I mean, we, we talked about this before, like I'm, you know, um, in recovery and I'm still staying sober doing that whole thing. And, um, I'm learning a lot about myself and a lot about, you know, the environment that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And so, um, there's just a lot of, uh, there's a lot of growing pains. And unfortunately, I'm, you know, like, um, I gotta, I gotta look inward before I can look outward, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, um, it's just you know it's been it's been difficult it's been very difficult you know um, and it, it doesn't make it easier now that you got this responsibility of about fucking 60 joe or 40 joes under you now hey man that's easy yeah. <laughs> that's well, easy taking care of soldiers that's my bread and butter well i mean um, it, it doesn't help if you don't have the support by your ncos yeah. hopefully you have your ncos that oh are i do oh i do you oh, know man. especially with um through recovery because i've been now 279 or 200 i'm sorry 979 or 980 days sober so wow good job be, man thank you congrats you congrats it, this august will be three years that um that i haven't had a drink of alcohol and uh trust me uh if out here in the civilian sector it's been difficult to mm-hmm. stay sober i can only imagine you know within the army where it's kind of the norm yeah. you know in the yeah it's, yeah it's part it's of just, the culture right and then just being you know on the outside of that um because like you know all i was briefing everybody you know yesterday or you know they're getting to know me and all that stuff and and it's just like whenever i say like i don't drink people like immediately like what like are you a weirdo 
you know, <laughs> like something like that. No, but it's like, no, uh, I, you know, you have to be transparent. Just be right. like, I am an alcoholic. Like one drink is not one drink. Like it's, it's, it's too few and it's, you know, far too many. Oh yeah. So, like, and to, to touch on that, you know, in the FA world, you know, it, FA stands for fucking alcoholics, not really field <laughs> right. artillery. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it goes as far as the idiots in the ADA drinking fucking, uh, <laughs> what was that? Oh man. It was like, um, uh, like cooling or something. Yeah. Like antifreeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, th- that's how bad it gets. But mm-hmm. I mean, dude, it, it, like you said, transparency is big, especially, you know, yeah. you want to let them know like, okay, see now myself, you know, I don't consider myself an alcoholic per se. Uh, mm-hmm. I consider myself more a shitty drunk, but I, I know what you're saying as far as like mm-hmm. one drink, one drink doesn't do it for me. I, I'm not a yeah. social drinker. I'm a, right. like George Lopez, the comedian said, you know, it's either I'm sober, or I get all fucked up. You know, there's right. no in between for me. So <laughs> I think the best way to mitigate that for myself was to just nip it in the bud. And exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's awesome, man. And hopefully, you know, it avoids, hopefully you'll get to somebody, you'll touch somebody within the unit that be like, hey mm-hmm. man, you know, how are you doing this? And like, what what are you doing on your end to, to keep yourself motivated and not going towards the dark side of drinking? Man, that's, that's, that's tough. Um, so like combination of medication and therapy, like, I mean, that's, that's, you know, the, the biggest part, mm-hmm. but um, self-care, man, it's like, you really have to look at yourself in the mirror and really do that introspection. And that's the hard part. And that's, that's what takes a lot of people a long time to get into um, in therapy. And I've always been very like self-aware, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, like I always like dissect my actions and, you know, one of those guys that like overthink stuff and like, right. Oh no, I, I didn't mean it that way. And it's, you know, I'm in the shower and it's like something that happened three weeks ago, mm-hmm. but um, you know, like, I think the what's keeping me away from drinking, honestly, is um, is the fact that if I go back to the bottle, like I don't know that I wouldn't not kill myself. <laughs> if that makes sense, because no, yeah. I, th- I think because like I think that um, every time I every time I was in that um, that real real dark place, uh, it was it was always a downward spiral and. Um, it always led me to believe that, you know, the world is better off without me, which is not the case at all. And I mean, if anybody listening, you know, is struggling with that type of behavioral health, like, I mean, there's so many resources, like reach mm-hmm. out, please, please reach out. Um, but I think that was, that was the hardest thing for me because I was suffering in silence for so long. Right. And like the only people that were listening to me, you know, was, good old Jim Beam and Jack Daniel. Word, word. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it got to the point where I didn't know what it was like to be sober anymore. Okay. Like, I mean, it was, it was uh, all a blur. Like the last, I mean, shit, almost, almost four years, I'd say, were like almost a blur. Like, and um, I finally hit that, my rock bottom. My rock bottom, different from everybody else. Of course. So on and so forth. Yeah. Well, yeah, just like um, everybody's rock bottom is different than everybody's view of what success is through recovery. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. some people, it's one day at a time. For other folks, it's right. one hour at a time trying to stay sober. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
So mm -hmm. uh, for myself personally, it's almost like every six hours I would be like, God damn, or just going to the store, you know, going mm -hmm. to the liquor store or going to buy a pack of smokes. Um, right. I would pass by the by the little ice box full of fucking tall cans. Yeah. Like, God damn, that shit would taste so good right, right now. And I try to convince myself, one beer ain't going to do me wrong. But then I think to myself, is it worth it? Is it really fucking worth it? Because I know that even though I miss drinking, like you were saying, um, it, mm -hmm. it sometimes takes me to that next level of dark places. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and then from there, I don't know when to stop. You know, I continue drinking because yeah. I, I like that I'm able to feel the emotions again. But then mm -hmm. those emotions just spiral out of control. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I was drinking to not feel. Okay. Like, <laughs> period. Like, I, I was... Uh, like, I, you know, suffering from like the PTSD and the, you know, the depression, anxiety, um, nightmare disorder, XYZ. I, I don't know whatever, you know, these doctors are saying I have anymore. Right. But um, like, I was just trying to turn that off, like just trying to find the off switch and just exist in some kind of little like pod by myself, you know, just be like me, you know. I, I bet there's a lot of fellas out there and gals. I'm not gonna leave y'all out. When I say fellas, I mean <laughs> everybody, but um, you know, that, that can relate because myself personally, I used to be a social fucking butterfly prior to the military. You know, I used oh, to talk to everybody. <laughs> yeah. Now, bro, I enjoy solitude. I enjoy mm -hmm. if I could just fucking keep <clears throat> myself up, I'd be okay with it because I'd be alone there and there's just times where that depression kicks in and I hate using those words those, like depression and PTSD and shit like that because right, right. stigma behind it and all that. But, you know, so much stigma, man. Yeah. So much. And um, yeah. you know, even to this date, um, I still feel like I still remember, you know, oh, you got Sandy vagina and shit like that, you know, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. um, you know, you got to push through that shit. You know, you got to right. humble and realize, hey, you know what? I need fucking help. And yeah. go check out the uh, mental health and shit. I hate the pills they put me on. I really wish mm -hmm. herb was legal because a lot of folks that I know smoke herb or they hit shrooms. And mm -hmm. they say that that shit, it's a game changer for them. Right. Um, I, I Again, like, this is just my personal opinion. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So um, me, James Norman, not, you know, smoke man. So, um, <laughs> like... I think that um, if I was able to um, partake, you know, like if I was able to smoke marijuana um, instead of taking, you know, like I think I'm on six, yeah, six different medications. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a lot. And I mean, it's like, I mean, if I don't eat that day, like it throws my, it throws everything off and like, I'm all out of whack and like, like, I can't plan that you know like i mean i'm working here like and then the next thing i know it's like i'm having trouble stringing sentences together because like <laughs> you know like yes have you ever forgotten like, to take your fucking pills one day mm -hmm. and then the next day you're fucking having brain zaps and yep. all this combobulate that's happened to me and i'm only taking yep. one of the recommended those because they used to give me I used to be on mini press for the nightmares. Mm -hmm. I used to be on trazodone for sleeping. Yep. And then I um I'm on a fucking Effexler, Venlaflaxin, whatever the fuck it's called. I'm on that bullshit for the I call yep. it anti-asshole pills. I stopped taking the first <laughs> two because mm -hmm. the mini press, it just 
it didn't fuck with me very well. And the Dazodone, yeah. I slept too hard to the point where yeah. my old lady, we had a brand new baby. My mm-hmm. old lady couldn't count on me because I was knocked the fuck out. And she said, um, right. if I fell asleep during a fire, I'd burn to death because- Yeah, I, you would, yeah. And uh, the, I like to call it the uh, the trazahole or the yeah. trazahole, you know, like the, uh, I, I take trazodone also and, and mini press mm-hmm. and Effexor. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like half of my- yeah that's right that was the regimen they gave me so yeah. i knocked out the first two yeah. the effects are and don't get me wrong the mm-hmm. effects are works great they're my anti does yeah uh yeah. the max dosage but i wish because i i try to wean off yeah don't yeah. do it don't fucking no. do it bro because yeah. your mind will spiral out of fucking control bro 100%. so any of y'all that are out there that think that you can wean off you know just go through your healthcare provider um because it, it's a bitch. It's a bitch if you miss one day. I missed five days one time, bro. Five fucking mm. days. I woke up in night sweat. You would have thought I had the coronavirus because yeah. I was fucking sweating every night. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy, though? Lately, I've been having the fucked up dreams coming up. But when I say mm-hmm. fucked up dreams, they're not like nightmares per se. Right. They're more like dreams of back then, back from over there, but shit that mm-hmm. we ever did, but with folks that I was with, it's just fucking crazy, man. And yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with me sometimes. I think I got to get re-fucking evaluated. My, my bad, man. I'm sorry I cut you off, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely. Like, I mean, hey, I mean, we're we're all on this planet together. We're all on our individual journeys together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean very similar very similar like i i deal with the, a lot of the same stuff and and um but for me like it's weird because i i have a lot of very very vivid dreams um like before i got on the the mini press and um like i would have these super vivid dreams and it would be like weird shit dude <laughs> like weird just weird shit like not necessarily you know um like sometimes combat related but like like I'm talking like, you know, you blow a motherfucker's head off and it's confetti, you know, it's like, and you're like, what the fuck? And then, you know, it's just like, holy shit, you know, like what I'm fucked up, you know, but um, you know, just getting through all that, I think, um, you know, it, it, we all deal with it in our own ways and it takes, you know, uh, less amount of time for some people and longer for others. Oh yeah. Um, like in in back in back in the day, like World War II, you know, um, the forties, fifties, sixties, they used to call it combat fatigue. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that we should start calling it combat fatigue again, because I mean that truly what it is. It's like I am tired. I'm tired from, you know, reliving that, and I need fucking General Patton to walk in here and slap the fuck out of me. For real, <laughs> you know, oh. like. You know who did a good bit on that was George Carlin. George Carlin did a great bit on that shit, on how our culture in America has changed it from back in the mm-hmm. day when it was called shell shock, right? Because, you know, to now to something more uh, flowery, I guess you could say mm-hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound as bad as shell shock. It doesn't sound as bad as fucking combat fatigue. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It sounds now like it's just something like, oh, we can take care of this through therapy or what. No, nah, call yeah. it what the fuck it is. Motherfuckers right. are fucked up from this shit, you know? Yeah. And yeah. what doesn't help is there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that take advantage of the system and play the system. 
You oh know, yeah. Never saw one day Definitely. in fucking combat, but all of a sudden they got PTSD. Like, bro, right. come the fuck on. You the only time you fired your weapon was at the goddamn range to zero. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Because it's like I've seen, you know, uh, there's been several times I've seen it um, where, you know, say a soldier is getting kicked out for, you know, behavioral health reasons. And, and I mean, really, who am I to say, you know, like I can't, you know, comment on, you know, right. like, our, you know, what, what, whatever they've been through, you know, like, okay, whatever. But like what, what I am getting at is that, you know, um, at a certain point I woke up, you know, with a 45 in my mouth and a bottle of whiskey in one hand. You know, like right. it was um, that I mean, that was the darkest of the dark, you know, and um, I was honest about where I was. And, you know, I let my, um, you know, my chain of command know I was like, hey, I need fucking help, you know, and they they sent me out and I, I got some help. And, um, you know, luckily, I got to go to a, a, a civilian facility and, you know, they were very good at taking care of combat vets which was which awesome you know um but you know i was very straightforward about it told them everything and and they retained me like i'm still in the army and that was like uh, fucking what six years ago oh shit damn you know what i mean like so i mean if if you've got guys like that you know and i I was a staff sergeant at the time you know Mm. like guys who have experienced some things that you know are so fucked up and then how they process them is even more fucked up mm-hmm. and then you know that translates itself to suicidal ideations um like that's a big deal you know and then here i am i'm still in the army i tell you what man you know? i'll call a spade a spade there's motherfucking yeah. soldiers out there that play the fucking system um Cause I'm gonna judge the motherfuckers, the ones that I know of. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, motherfucker, you're talking about you're gonna commit suicide, but you slice your fucking your upper arm. That's committing suicide. No, God, yeah. if you're gonna do it north and south on your fucking wrist, all right. <laughs> but we can't if tell you, people how to do it. <laughs> I'm just saying, an update your DD ninety three. What is it? Your uh, your fucking DD ninety three. SGLI yeah. ninety three. Yeah, update yep. your SGLI. Make sure you leave your fucking family with some motherfucking money, because if you want to be a hmm. piece of shit. Yeah, they're just doing it to fucking to to get attention. And those are the fuckers that clog up the VA system, you know, and make it harder for those that actually do suffer, you mm-hmm. know, through this shit. Because the ones the ones that actually, I believe, in my fucking opinion, the motherfuckers that actually uh, are having mental issues or mm-hmm. having you know setbacks in their life are the motherfuckers that at the same time try to push through it. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, yeah. and they don't want to, because they don't want to be a statistic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The ones that open it freely, like, oh, yeah, they see the fucking money. That's all they give a mm-hmm. shit about. And they're clogging the system for the motherfuckers that are on that. They don't want to be stigmatized with the fucking shit bag that is claiming it. You know, you right. 42 Alpha that never fucking did a day in country, but they're claiming PTSD. Why? You had too much paperwork you had to fucking sign? Are you serious, dude? You know, and... and I'm sorry. I'm just a shit talker, but um, oh, no, I, I mean, I, I get, it. I get and it. I get passionate about it because there's mother. Mm-hmm. It, it pisses me off, dude. You got a fucking ground pounder infantry cat out there in Afghanistan getting getting into multiple firefights, come mm-hmm. back, and they're good to fucking go. But then again, you got a motherfucking let's say uh, a radar tech, 
you know, and that doesn't do anything, get out the fob. Maybe there was a mortar one time that fell on the airfield on the other side of the fucking fob. And all of a sudden he has PTSD. Come on now, bro. Right, but, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Again, sorry, I'm going on a tangent, y'all. No, and, I mean, I, <laughs> I get, I, I get about it. that shit, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, behavioral health is, is something to be passionate about. Um, and then I think, I truly do think that it got a bad rap and all the, uh, you know, all the stigma surrounding it did truly come from those guys that were maybe not needing it. Right. <laughs> you know, so like malingering pieces of shit. I mean, and that's I'll call it. Uh, <laughs> I know so, I understand, you know, you and I get it, bro. I get it. And nothing wrong yeah. with it, you know. And like you said, these are you just, you know, you're more uh how can I say? You 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 can watch your yourself a little bit better than I can. I <laughs> I just blurred it, and this was my issue in the military as well. When I was mm-hmm. uh, when I was in, like I would just fucking say what I felt at that motherfucking time. You either mm-hmm. like it or you don't like it. I don't give two fucks about it. You know, right? My check. We were in the fucking army, dude. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. And moving on to a different topic, real quick. Not to you know leave it in the back, but um the army. It trips me out because, as I've said many a times, it's turned into a corporation. It's now a fucking business, and it's not the business of killing. It's now more in the business of um, being social justice fucking warriors, or, and I'll stay away from that topic, or, you know, as well as um, being a social experiment for the, uh, for the government. You know, let's see if this works here. No, our job is to fucking kill. It, no ifs, ands, or buts. If you're in the military, you're job is to kill i don't care if you're a fucking 42 alpha or 11 bravo your job primarily is to kill a motherfucker you know what i mean i i i agree but let me play the devil's advocate one second go ahead so civil rights like the army was the first place to uh integrate racially so like i mean some people called that a social experiment back in the day you know but like i mean look I mean, we're still having, you know, problems. With, you know, I get that. I mean, you know, but that's that's the only that's the only point I was trying to make. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, I got you on that. My yeah. biggest problem, and I mean, I, I know you probably can't touch on this. Here's my biggest issue: mm-hmm. uh, if a motherfucker wants to get his dick cut and grow titties, um, you can do that shit on your own time. You know, don't use the military's dime on it because now you're fucking taking the slot of another able-bodied person. If we're in need of fucking bodies to go to fucking war, I don't got time for you to be in post-op recovery. I need you yeah, there. I see, I see now. Point. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Point. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you want to do that shit, do it on your way out of the military. Do it on your last year. Start your fucking um, your your treatments then. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Or, or if you've already converted completely, do mm-hmm. it then. You know, join the military then. But don't right. do it in the middle of your fucking enlistment. You see yeah. what I'm saying? I, I, I get it. Yeah, 100%. Um, I mean, like, my official stance is that, you know, we can't pick and choose when a gender dysphoria, you know, hits. Like, I, I don't know. But, um, I mean, I, I understand medical readiness is is, is paramount. Well, um, I mean, yeah, definitely in the Army, because, I mean, don't you guys worry more about fucking your med pros being green? Then how many oh motherfuckers that, are? That's such a headache. That's such a headache. Dude, one of my good <laughs> friends, one of my very good fucking friends, um, friend of the podcast. I'm not gonna throw his name out there, 
but mm -hmm. he, me and him are always constantly talking about how the army is more focused on your fucking med pros and your DD-93 being updated mm -hmm. than they are on you having your weapon zeroed and qualified for fucking your potential time to deploy. You see what I'm saying? They're more worried yeah. about let's have your paperwork fucking good to go versus yeah. let's have the combat readiness up to date. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. that, it, that's where I say the army is more of paper pushing now mm -hmm. versus mm -hmm. the goddamn job of killing. Yeah, and I think that's the one of the biggest things. Like I, I had almost the exact same conversation the other day um, simply because like, the wartime NCO, like, where is he? You know, like, where, where's that guy? Mm. You know, like, um, because he, he saw the bullshit that was garrison life and got the fuck out. Yep. Like, um, so, I mean, like, we're just kind of, talk it's about a, right now. <laughs> it's a dying breed, man. And I, I pulled all my NCOs. Um, man, I have a lot of young NCOs, young NCOs. Um, How many of them are night on the right? How many of them don't have a fucking uh, combat patch? Um, more than, more right. than that have it. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I pulled them all aside, and you know, I I preached about the NCO core, and you know, like uh, the backbone. Backbone. Like, uh, if I was like, if I if I hear my lieutenant, like, because my PL, he is a strong PL. Mm -hmm. he is a good leader but like i mean he came from the fso world you know like out there being a fister like mm -hmm. you know has that mentality and that's right. great um but like he's a bulldog too and so it's like if i hear him getting after soldiers like where are my ncos oh hell. like if if, oh. if 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 the pl if the pl is driving like this operation over here like ncos like you are wrong like period bro so if, if, like i've never seen anything like that before in my life and i saw that the other day before i even took over before bro, i even got to the battery buttons on me right now you're pushing yeah. the buttons because i cannot mm -hmm. stand lts i love you all right Got it. You guys are in charge of the platoon. So you think. Got it. Handle your paperwork. Handle your PowerPoints. All right. Let me know what you want done. But I execute this shit. All right. Mm -hmm. You want your soldiers trained up to a certain level? Tell me what level you want them at. I'll get them there. Mm -hmm. But I'll be goddamned if you're going to be fucking chewing out my soldier because that's my job. The well, I, I mean, maybe I maybe I misspoke a little bit. I, I didn't mean that he was like chewing people out. I mean, he was like driving. You know, like I don't even fuck yeah. if he's trying to motivate my soldiers. No, yeah. if an yeah. LT, still, still, if, even yeah. dude, it's like if you're out in a fucking run and your LT jumps out and starts calling cadence, I'd be like, oh, no, monkey ass back there, guy. Yep. This is my shit. This is my shit. Right. You know, but and again, that that's that came from that whole push where they were like, it's no longer NCO business, it's leader business. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, NCO I'm an NCO. NCO. Yeah, it's like, I am an NCO. I am the fucking backbone. You go do whatever the fuck you need to do. Mm -hmm. Like, leave it to me. Dude. I got it. I mean, I'm not proud to say this, but in the same time, I'm going to put this out there. We had an LT a long time ago. I'm not going to say what unit it was in, but the fuckers that I was with, no. Mm -hmm. This PL that we had, uh, 
cried a lot about how the soldiers in our platoon respected our prior PL more than him. You know what I mean? It, it gets better. Then he no. tried to get into our lane <laughs> and try to fucking, you know, try to tell our Joes what to do. Mm-hmm. So we pulled the LT aside mm-hmm. and um, our smoke at the time was like, look, sir, you chose the lane that you wanted. You chose mm-hmm. to go the officer route. Right. I'm here for you to talk to me if there's any issues with the platoons and the soldiers. All right. Mm-hmm. You talk to me. I'll talk to the chiefs. The chiefs will handle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's no yeah. need for you to go to that level. We make you look good, sir. We write mm-hmm. your OER. So all you got to do is worry about your PowerPoint. That's where I got the whole PowerPoint from. You know, just worry <laughs> yeah. about your PowerPoints, you know, make your plans. Mm-hmm. and let us handle the fucking business yes to me there is nco business and there's mm-hmm. officer business but if, right. I, if a fucking officer try to tell me leaders business i'd be like guy last time i checked i'm a fucking leader i've probably been a leader longer than you've been in the motherfucking army so you might want to pump those brakes yeah because you know i think the best relationship is when the officer is willing to work with the nco you they know have I mean? to. that's they have the to. best camaraderie or the best yeah. uh, leadership or command teams come from, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not a big measuring contest, but no, a, mutual, no, no. a good NCO will take that young LT, take them out to lunch. Develop. Yeah, take yep. them out to lunch and be like, hey, sir, so what are your plans for the platoon? How do you see it? Mm-hmm. All right, let me know what you want. Here's my expectations of you. What are your expectations of me? Versus yeah. trying to come in there with a fucking iron fist and trying to rule. But I get it because he's coming from the, the Fister world where they're mm. all type L mother type A motherfuckers. Type A, yeah. You know? And see, like I did not mean to, you know, say he was, you know, like a certain way. But no, he, I I got mean, he's he is a strong leader. He's a good guy, and he takes my advice. Right. Like I mean, and I mean, we've been together what two days? Well, you know, and like, and not- he's already taking my advice, and like. I think maybe I mis misinterpreted what you said and I ran with it, but uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm there are officers that way. I, right. I know that there are. Yeah. But I think the biggest point that I wanted to get to was to your NCOs, because mm-hmm. as NCOs, we are the backbone of the fucking army right. and we need strong NCOs in the yep. army fucked up by promoting all these motherfuckers that have no backbone simply mm-hmm. because they've had enough time in grade. You see right. what I'm saying? So what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you, mentor these young ncos to become the leaders of tomorrow um so man that is people have written books on that (laughs) (laughs) but um no i mean my my personal opinion it's 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 all broken down into into two things i mean you know um developing leaders of tomorrow and building teams so like we we need to take those steps as far as building teams first and they need to understand, like uh, young NCO needs to look up to, um, you know, the NCO support channel and know that they've got your back. Like that is the number one thing, because if they don't trust you, I mean, like you're, it's over. Like, I mean, it, uh, Colin Powell, uh, he said, um, leadership is problem solving. Um, if soldiers stop bringing you their problems, they've either determined that you cannot help or you don't care. And both cases are failure of leadership. So that's like, you've got to get in that lane. You know, you've got to say, hey, I am here for you. Bring me your shit. Bring me your problems. Bring me your tired to weep, you know, like all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, so um, you, you've really got to um, get in that mindset and just um, 
uh, genuinely care, I think. Right. That's the, the biggest thing is because a lot of leaders like feign caring, like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I care. And then like the minute you turn around, they're like, you know, fuck that guy. Right. You know, like, like, no, like you genuinely like you say something and you follow through. Um, it's so you mentioned that. I think one of the biggest things is not just, you know, the trust that you have to win. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think there's a, a line that NCOs have to fucking toe very fucking, um, mm -hmm. very fucking, it's, it's, it's hard because you gotta be the, the, the authority figure. Right. Same time. You got to present yourself almost as a friend, but you're not the fucking friend. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that line gets crossed a lot back in the like day. Lichen, lichenship and uh, leadership. Yeah. And that's um, the thing. Like back in the day, was something that was um actually okay to it was all right with because we didn't have cell phones and mm -hmm. that put oh I'm over here at my chief's house you know getting drunk with him but, right you know even though I know I would hang out with some of my joes mm -hmm. but I knew that those joes come Monday morning all right it was you know yeah it's time yeah weekend, but now we're back to work you know it's what i mean switch yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but a lot of motherfuckers don't know how to tow, how to tell that line correctly whether true. it's joe or whether it's the nco mm -hmm. you know the ncos nowadays at least from when i was when i was leaving um i refused to send a motherfucker to the board simply uh because they've had time in grade i yeah. would tell them i would write them up i would counsel them like hey dude um you have X amount of time in grade, X amount of time in rank. However, comma, this is what I'm not going to send you to the board simply because of that. I right. don't see any leadership potential in you at all. You mm -hmm. know, some people just don't have it. They just right. fucking don't. I mean, yeah. then what ends up happening? You give stripes to a motherfucker that's going to get somebody killed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's a very scary thought, you know, um, but I think the, the biggest thing for me is like, I have to be a big personality. Like once I strap those boots on, I have to go out there and just be like, like a light, like a shining fucking orb out there, you know, like saying, Hey, this is me. I love my job. Fuck what you heard. Let's shoot that shit. You know, like that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's me. Um, and then you've always got to come correct. Mm. You know, like, I mean, if I don't have an answer, I can tell you where to find it and I'll find it for you. Like, because I fucked up by not having that answer for you. So I owe it to you. So, um, <laughs> but if you want to correct me, if you want to correct me, then you owe it to me. Right. <laughs> find it in doctrine, motherfucker. How, how many motherfuckers would, um, <laughs> I remember when I was a private and I would ask uh, NCO something, they'd be like, you know, if they didn't have the answer, all they would say was right. like, go find it in the dash 10. Go look it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm like yeah. thinking to myself, okay, motherfucker, why don't you come look at it with me so we're both on the same page? You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you got to be humble. You have to be humble. 100%. Man, and my my first chief, my first chief, he, he would make me read a chapter out of uh, the 650 every night um, and then brief him, you know, what I learned. Nice. And so, like, I think he learned... <laughs> like through me <laughs> like you know like yeah like like osmosis or some shit um <laughs> that's fucking hilarious oh man so yeah I, I mean and and that's stuck you know like i have a little tablet and i have all my fucking manuals and and once a day i'll pop it open and read a chapter and then right. 
you know i mean and it's not just our manuals man it's marine corps manuals too like i mean artillery marine corps manuals man they got it right oh they got it fucking right no shit so we we got a lot to learn from the core damn right because they don't they don't lean on digital shit yeah like okay so like in my opinion which is like the way it was designed i think that digital stuff is a it's a creature it's a creature comfort mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's it's nice to have mm-hmm. but like hey manual gunnery that's your bread and butter that's it um so like i've got a i've really got my work cut out for me as right. far as you know teaching manual gunnery is is not a it's not a I, science or a engineering thing it's it's fucking art man dude art. i mean we digital digital is great all right but it makes a lazy person and I oh came, yes i came through i came up my first uh five six years mechanized i was paladin mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. i was all about the paladin man i loved it i knew <laughs> that bad bitch inside out love it before dismount the whole oh, thing dude, that was my <laughs> bitch and then mm-hmm. um when i got to carson when i got to 277 in carson mm-hmm. uh, they were one one niners and i'm like mm-hmm. what the fuck is this shit here so you know the first place they put me was an ammo shamo so and what i would do was i'm not gonna be stuck on ammo i'm gonna do mm-hmm. my damnedest to fucking get on the goddamn line Right. So I would park my motherfucking um the LMTV somewhere near a gun with mm-hmm. one of the chiefs that I knew, and I'd go there and I'd watch him fucking crew drill, crew drill, crew drill. I yes. told, you know, I would like treat me as a private, bro. I need to learn this shit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would go there and I would watch. I remember I had to humble myself because it was an E4 there, fucking Smith. If you're listening to this, <laughs> it was an E4, and um, you know, he was the RTO at the time. And he was talking artillery shit that I had no idea about because it was all one one niner shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I wanted to tell this motherfucker like, shut the fuck up. I'm a staff sergeant, but at the same time, I was like, this little motherfucker, you know, I, I need to learn from him. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Smith, uh, Brandon Smith, <laughs> out of the army now, um, dude. You know, and I, I tell I tell this all the time, dude. Um, like when I saw an azimuth marker, I was like why the fuck is that there you know what i mean i'm like, like what are you doing well, yeah, yeah what dude, is this? yeah i swear to you i'm like the two mm-hmm. 3200 why is 3200 over here <laughs> you know I, I was yeah fucking yeah and oh my god oh god nfl what what the fuck i have heard of nfl but i never oh. practiced nfl you know what i mean mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Dude, i think that anybody that goes mechanized should be light first that way they know manual gunnery. They know how to fucking shoot their yeah. shit. Degrade yeah. it needs to be done. You know, right. because what if, God forbid, you know, you have your digital goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, dude, you ever worked on the Paladin? I have, yeah, yeah. Okay, you ever worked on a Paladin and you try to fucking elevate the tube and um, you're cranking that bitch, but it's not equilibrated, so now you're yep. fucked. Yeah. You know, so... No man, fuck that. I'll take a one one niner. Did they put a, a alpha three? I guess on the one one niner. Now that's mm-hmm. metal as well. Yep, yep. Um, it's 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 nice, but you know it's it's that thing. It's it's the it's nice to have, but um. Yep. So like I remember when, when the alpha three came out, I was at uh the hundred first. 
so like we had the alpha twos and then they rolled out the alpha threes we did our opnet and then we got the triple seven shortly after okay so it was just like a, a bam bam here's digital stuff you know so we all were just like like i mean picture like a neanderthal right like he's you know sitting there with like like sticks and you know and somebody walks up and hands him a fucking torque wrench and he's just like <laughs> like what the fuck you know like th that's how we were you know we were all standing around like artillery good you know, like, <laughs> like so we, we had no idea um and we all just were like uh turn it off turn it off you know like just shoot sight you know yeah dude so i'd rather go with sight bubble sight than gumball you yeah know? Yeah, for sure. Because it is, it's a 0.9 mil tolerance. 0.9. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the tolerance on a fucking bubble vial, like a, a bubble vial in a, in a site? There's none. Right. <laughs> like, no tolerance. Dude. Like, your shit is touching. Like, you... <laughs> Like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. There's been many a times where my bubble might have been a little bit. I'm like, shoot that shit. Ah, yeah. Ooh. Hey, yeah. I always fired safe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times did I actually like? I mean, like look in the site and then do the whole like, <laughs> you know, like, right? <laughs> like, no, shoot it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You put there's a lot of times where you start trusting your gunner if they're good enough. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. you know fire that shit especially if your yeah. your spades are dug in and you're yeah. trying a low ass charge okay that bubble ain't gonna move very much shoot that shit bro but yeah. i know with my my gunner schnabel sh shout out to schnabel if you're listening to this mate he's seven good on you he's out in the in the airborne world but schnabel he was my gunner and um mm -hmm. he was a tall motherfucker dude but he was a brand new gunner too so mm -hmm. i had to check his shit every fucking time bro right, so right. i'll be i'll be sitting behind him and he'd be like, sit ready. I push his ass all the way down. <laughs> yes. Look at the site, bubble, shoot that shit. Yep. It's yep. One of the times that we we're firing, I've told this story before. One of the times that we were firing, bro, mm -hmm. um, the site on the 119er hopped off. No. Yeah, dude. It, <laughs> it hopped off. We're still shooting that shit, bro. I didn't know it had hopped off. All right, so all I know is my ATC at the time, Sergeant Will. Rest in peace, Sergeant Will. Sergeant Will comes like, hey, Chief, check out your site. I look at the site, bro. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> so, I mean, oh we had already God. got into mission. So everything mm -hmm. good to go, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, dude, we got to relay this shit right fucking down. <laughs> right the fuck down. We yeah. went <laughs> with a lull in between. I fucking tightened down the motherfucking um, the, the site. I mm -hmm. my fucking gunner's reference card. All right, this deflection. My gunner's getting all in. Hey, hands on trails. TT left, TT right. Yup. Yeah, yep. I I miss that shit, bro. Like I'm getting my, yeah. I'm get, as you can see, I'm getting excited just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, hey, the like, one niner, man. That's God's piece. One niner is God's piece. I fucking loved it. And oh yeah. I and we had a GDU, but we never used it. Right. right. Nobody <laughs> did. Nobody did. It stayed in the doghouse. Nobody used that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, it's so back to the 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 light and, and digital. You know, mm -hmm. we, we would um when I was in Fort Stewart, we were mechanized there at one mm -hmm. nine. Shout out one nine FA. Uh there it goes back there. Somewhere back there. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking um uh we would do degraded operations, you know, to mm -hmm. to get motherfuckers on point. Right. It's a shame how many people did not have any fucking clue on what to do, bro. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, so that's true. I'm, I'm sure you guys practice. Is that part of your cert is uh, degraded operations? Uh, yeah, I mean, it has to be. Um, it is uh, 100%. Like, because the way that uh, the dot eight reads is, is kind of muddled now. But um, what we need to do is definitely make um, the manual gunnery part the uh, like the baseline. And then we build with digital on top of that. Because like, I mean, what happens, you know, hey, my fucking digital is down. Fucking smoke man's a dick and kicked over my collimeter. Like, what do I do? You know? Yep. Like, I mean, I remember one time, man, I had uh, Smoke King. He was my drill sergeant. Then he was my smoke at, uh, at uh, Fort Campbell. Uh, he's a sergeant major now down at um, uh, Fort Sill. Great guy. Wait, sergeant major. How long has he been a sergeant major? Um, he just got promoted like oh, okay. pretty recently. Maybe maybe a year. I guess oh, okay. maybe. And it's a different king. I had a sergeant major okay. king, big tall white dude. But oh, ahead. he no, he was he was the uh, that guy. I know who you're talking about. He was red like seven for a little while. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. It, before sergeant major McMurdy. Um, that's red like seven now. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, um, but yeah, this guy, he like, I mean, he was God, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, I remember I was sitting on the site and, uh, he was like, you know, Hey, uh, Sergeant Norman, your collimeter fell over. And I was like, what? And I like looked in my site and I was like, no, it didn't <laughs> like, cause I thought he was, I thought he was telling me like it legitimately fell over. Right. Um, so I was like, no, it didn't. And then he was like, you call me a liar. And he fucking kicked that shit over. And I was like, oh, like I get it, you know, now like, it did. And release and, you know, getting that after did. it. Yeah. Dude. So like now, now I do that to the soldiers. Oh, hell yeah. They're like, dude. hey, Gunner, you're calling me your fellow over. And they always, no, no, smoke, it's up. Dude, I know for cert what I used to do uh, when I started for the 119er, you know mm -hmm. how you got everything out of the fucking, it's all in the dash 10 with, or mm -hmm. the 650, what they're gonna go through. So right. what I would do though, I would make my own fucking fire missions and I yeah. would fucking throw deflections way out this way, way out that way, quadrants yep. way out this way, just to have it all, cause I don't want motherfuckers to get um, used to what's gonna be coming up for yeah. cert. Cause during cert, yeah. then it's easy as fuck. Bam, right. You know, just knock your shit out and it'll be faster. I'll tell you the one that I used to love doing was sweeping zones. Fucking love sweeping That is zone. my shit. Woo! I love sweeping zone. That's a fucking dick razor right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's if there's something that you know, if I can if I can say, be like, this one thing gets my dick hard. Sweeping zone. Oh hell yeah, sweep <laughs> end zone. That's it. But dude, I'm just imagining like somebody dropping the motherfucking column at bro. During one of the fucking uh, field problems that we had out in Carson, mm -hmm. it was raining fucking hellish out there I, I mean it's always raining when we go to the fucking field bro always yeah i'm yeah, telling yeah. you it's yeah. like fucking the it's like the weather channel and motherfucking the army have this thing like hey it's gonna rain this month this week throw them out field. of the field <laughs> yeah yeah of course our collimator gets all fogged up the batteries oh, that we have for the back man. don't work so right. it's all discombobulated luckily mm -hmm. we were able to see it just enough that I felt comfortable with my gunner saying, set ready. Fuck, you sure? <laughs> Roger, Chief. I saw it. I'm like, yeah. good to me. 
Send that shit. <laughs> hey, if I hey. save, <laughs> was it was it was ten mils between friends? Like, I mean, come on, right. Dude, <laughs> I swear. I mean, as soon as I heard in the mission, I was like, okay, we're good. This is sweet. Long. Thank, thank you, Jesus. It's like as soon as you say, uh, and then Dude. you just wait. You're just like, mm. <laughs> it's just like, is it safe? Is it safe? Is it safe? Bro, and then the worst part is when you're having a fucking competition, because anybody that's been artillery knows it's a competition no matter what. Always. So Always. you got gun one and gun two, you know, at my command, and then fucking it's a five-rounder, six-rounder. Then, you know, all right, all race special boys. instructions, fire when ready. Oh, <laughs> oh, dude. Boom, boom. That shit sounds like a motherfucking M4 going off. Hell yeah. Oh, my favorite my favorite is just like if you stand you know just outside the nets and you're like just between and you hear the soldiers like get that fucking round moving you know and everybody's yelling at each other and and it's just like you know you hear certain soldiers like you know fucking hooting and hollering loving their life you know and it's just it's fucking that chaos is yes fucking organized fucking chaos bro Damn there's right. a shirt that i have with a design that i call it organized chaos mm-hmm. uh from a, a chief out in fort sill that, that he had a section out there fire and i asked him for permission mm-hmm. to go ahead and use that but that's all i saw when i saw that picture was like the organized chaos because i remember being under the net mm-hmm. and getting that mission coming down and you're wanting to beat that gun next to you you'll be damned you oh, might be first yeah. out the tube oh yeah you will be first to call rounds complete you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 Oh man, finding those little like little cheats. Like I hope Smoke doesn't see this. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like look at somebody's looking out. You know, the side. You know, making sure Smoke doesn't come in the net. We always say, man, train a standard, right? Not the time, but once you train up to standard, then you learn the shortcuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. <laughs> that way, I mean, smoke. dude, what I don't see don't hurt me. You know what I'm saying? On the Paladin, bro. I used to, I used to finger pop the fuck out that shit. Oh my finger. god. Yeah. 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 The, the highest I ever shot uh, finger popped was a uh, uh, five hotel. And that bitch came oh. fucking fast, bro. And it got me. Uh, finally, it got me. You mm-hmm. know, I fucking pulled back on it. And at my hand stayed just a little bit too long. Bam, got me. Yep. So yeah. I'm like, all right, number one, man, it's on you. You want a finger pop? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I want a finger pop. I'm like, all right, here's what you're going to do. Hold the lanyard in your fucking hand. And every time you fucking pop it, just drop the lanyard on the floor in case smoke walks by. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. I didn't fuck with, dude, we were, we were fast. We were fast. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. And it was just always a good time. These are the fucking times I'm missing the gun line. Oh, and 100%. Right now, we're like a fucking army commercial because we're only showing you the good shit and the fun shit. We're telling you the fun <laughs> stuff. We're not telling you the lead up to go to the field. You right. know, showing up at 0300 in the morning for weapons draw at 0500. For what? Why the fuck are you there so early? Yeah. And, you know, loading up. <sighs> Holy yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. I'm having dude, I'm having a great time. So when do you guys go to the well, never mind. That's probably OPSEC. Uh so <laughs> um are you guys even slated to rotate anywhere? Um yes and no. Nah. I mean it's it's one of those weird things. It's all up in the air right now. Yeah. Nobody you know, really knows. It would be like the FRG, like, oh, I hear they're deploying this day, I hear they're deploying that day. It's the PNN, man. It's all PNN at this point. <laughs> like, I mean, there's meetings going on with you know all the higher ups, and there's you know who's who's the best to deploy. What do we who do we send? What units? You know, like now you guys man, I don't care. 
you guys fall under Devardi now, right? Or some shit like that. Well, we're, we're still organic to the brigade. Okay. Um, but it's like, I wish that they would just pull us away from the brigades and send us solely to, uh, to Devardi's so that they can push, you know, right. like, See, which is how it should be, but um, I never understood the party because when I came in, it was BCTs. You know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was. Just got rid of um of Devardi, and it was all BCTs. Mm -hmm. So you know, you would be fourth brigade, fourth combat team, fourth brigade combat right. team. Bam. So you had two seven seven, have the infantry and all them and shit. So right. I never understood the Devardi how that works. I guess like the, all mm -hmm. the artillery stays within one element and then they'll push you to a different brigade or uh kind of so like it's like um it's like two concentric wheels that are like working together like so two circles right okay. um and then you know you've got your train ready cycle okay so um like division is saying hey this brigade is best trained now and then Devardi is like okay well um i've got this battalion over here that just finished their table 15 they'll go do a table 18 with you and we'll see how they mesh okay you know and then and then we'll pair and then go god so okay. yeah so i mean that's why like at some point you know like you know everybody got all crisscrossed and then they just kind of stayed you know yeah and I, I know during uh the bct cycle or when we had bcts um it sucked balls because we were artillery was the redheaded stepchild that put got put on every fucking mm -hmm. cycle tasking you know, yeah, always. <laughs> like, we're always yeah. on cycle tasking, bro. We're doing the hardest fucking job with the oldest fucking equipment. <laughs> and then you, you're you going to lay this shit on me? Yeah, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn, dude. Oh, man, this has been fucking awesome talking here, bro. I'm just fucking oh, talking yeah. artillery has gotten my fucking... Yeah, yeah, it's so much fun, it, man. It doesn't so help that, you know, I'm on, this is my second cup of coffee. and Oh, I'm this is slamming. number one, man, number one. Uh, <laughs> I need to need a refill. <laughs> dude fucking um what else is let's see what else is going on in the world today uh let's see no not the world stay away from not, yeah let's stay away from that stay away from yeah, 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 yeah. fuck all that dude <laughs> um well how much longer do you got left in the army um honestly i don't know man i, I think i'm just gonna i'm just gonna ride it out until oh, the fucking let me, army let me, let me rephrase how many years have you been in um like a shade over oh, almost 13 almost 13 we'll say yeah. okay right so on. i mean not not all that long but like long enough right <laughs> you yeah, know so too. like but i mean but i was also brought up by like my first smoke served in desert storm so right. like i was brought up by those old crusty sons of bitches you know like so I mean, that's that was my first look at the army you know like you just reminded oh, me to shit. bring me back to this fucking to that that topic that we never got onto that I wanted to talk mm. about. Mm -hmm. So uh, now that we're back on this topic, this is gonna get extended a little bit longer if you got time. Hey, let's do it, man. All right. So um it goes into the NCOs um that are getting out that were battle tested, battle hardened. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm not talking about going to Kuwait as a rotation. I'm not talking about going to Korea for rotation. I'm talking yeah. about the NCOs that were private specialists, you know, that were the motherfucking um the 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 meat potatoes of the army doing mm -hmm. GWAT, you know, mm -hmm. and um they're getting out now because yeah. this garrison army and mm -hmm. this garrison lifestyle. So the army is going to be filled with a bunch of garrison NCOs yeah. that are being trained by other garrison NCOs. Yep. You know, are we gonna how how do we change that dynamic? I mean, how do we get our NCOs to want to stay in? 
if I mean, if you had like, if there was something that you could do magically to make NCOs want to stay in, what do you think it would take? Um, I think that I should clone myself and put myself in each artillery battalion across um, <laughs> the army. Um, no, I mean, like I was telling somebody the other day, it's like, I'm that fucking drop of oil in the in the bucket of water like i i'm gonna contaminate this whole goddamn battalion and i'm gonna fucking like in a good way not in a bad way right, right um but no i'm gonna come in here and i'm gonna fucking you know be that old school artillery guy you know that like you know is 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 not afraid to swing the dick mm-hmm. is not afraid to tell you know somebody to go fuck themselves like i i i am i'm that guy um also, so, I mean, it, it falls into the command, though, as well, you know, like, for example, you know, your sergeant majors are mm-hmm. yes men. First sergeants are yes men, you know, can be. At they least can it be. sounds like to me, because uh, right. the first, the fir- the very first first sergeant I ever had, his name was a uh, first sergeant Brenton. Um, mm-hmm. He ended up being command sergeant major Brenton and, and got out. Mm-hmm. That man set the bar high, you know, right. or what I looked for. Definitely not a yes, man. Definitely made sure that whatever the fuck we did was necessary. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so from what I seen afterwards, as me as becoming an NCO, mm-hmm. I saw it become more of a political game of, you know, it I can be for my career versus, yeah. you know, I, I mean, it's just, you have, it seems like there's a lot of yes men that won't say, sir, that's a stupid fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that is, that is the case. Um, a lot of people blindly say yes. Um, not knowing what the, you know, fully knowing what the situation is or uh, weighing the options and uh, mm-hmm. possible outcomes or whatever. Um, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to have a good battalion command team. Like my Sergeant Major is strong, mm-hmm. Colonel strong. Um, and then my first Sergeant strong, Commander strong. So like when I like uh, come in and I start, you know, doing my own thing and, you know, finding my left and right limits. I mean, <laughs> they're not afraid to, you know, smack me. And like, I like that. You know what I mean? I don't want to like be pushing my boundaries and then, cause like I'm a habitual line step up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so like um, whenever I do touch that line and whenever I do cross it, I enjoy that a commander will look me in the eye and say, don't fucking do that. Right. You know, and I'm just like, okay, all right, cool. All right. You got to push the yeah. limits. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, I mean, you have to, you have to. But I mean, and, and I'm not talking about like, because I mean, I, people first all day, every day. Right. But, um, you know, when it comes down to it, like if, if you're, we're talking doctrine, oh man, like I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> I'm going to put my hands up real quick. Oh yeah. I've been seeing this people first bullshit. What is that? Um, so all is right. that like the new army of one? <laughs> is that oh people? no. What so okay. People first. So you ever um you remember those commercials with like Matthew McConaughey where it's like I was driving a Buick before driving yeah. a Buick was cool, you know, like yeah, yeah, like that's that's how a lot of NCOs feel with this new people first initiative. Like, because we've been saying that we've been putting our soldiers first for however long right because it's like i know my soldiers and i've always placed their needs above my own it's in the fucking like yes so like we've been doing that and now 
the army like has published this people first initiative um where it's like now they're telling you how to put your soldiers first and it's like i don't need that like i mean good nco because because i think i think um like honestly we are starting to look at the army more like a fucking daycare goddamn like like it's like it's like boy scouts you know what i mean and it's like no we're not the fucking boy scouts like so that that's where we need the the nco core and i'm trying to bring it back like i'm taking it fucking back taking back our nco core <laughs> if y'all don't know where that movie comes from we're taking it back um go check out clerks <laughs> 2 clerks uh, 2 uh, clerks 2 <laughs> go check it out um wanda sykes <laughs> is in there is a certain uh phrase Mm-hmm, that has mm-hmm. to do with uh hanging out somewhere and right the right. guy said we're taking it back so we're taking it back we're taking <laughs> if it you back. know what we're talking about put it here yeah. on the youtube um <laughs> in the comment you know hey that'll be a quick way for my ass to get flagged for having there, that. We, go. there <laughs> we go but see Dude. like i've i've been saying that like i'm taking it back mm-hmm. and then nobody gets the reference nobody yeah, yeah. Nobody. I, I feel you, bro. I mean, uh, man, thank you, thank you, <laughs> bro. Check out clerks too. We're taking it back, <laughs> dude. I mean, it, what it goes back to what I was thinking about. You know, mm-hmm. um, you have like a, a lot of the a lot of the fucking NCOs now that were battle tested, battle hardened, mm-hmm. are seniors. You know, they're all seniors mm-hmm. or they're all out. So right. oh, they're on their way out. I mean, I mm-hmm. had one of my first sergeant, one of my smokes. Um, he ended up becoming one of my first sergeants out in two seven seven. And then mm-hmm. he made the list of command sergeant major. He went to school. He he right. had a fucking number, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, "Done, yeah, and done." Because he called how the army was going, mm-hmm. and he was your old school airborne artillery, yeah, type of dude, you know. And he didn't fuck around and play games. He would put his hands on you if you mm-hmm. weren't getting right, you yeah. know. And you know now. I, I'm not saying that it's the right thing to do, but sometimes it's a necessity. You know, mm-hmm. I got it. Not everybody learns that way. But, right. you know, there's a standard that's supposed to be met. And mm-hmm. together we get there. You know, whether I'm not going to baby you, I'm not going to hold your fucking hand. Because last time right. I you were a fucking grown motherfucker that signed a goddamn paper. You know, mm-hmm. here's the issue that I'm having with the military right now. All yeah. across. Yes, everyone should be afforded the opportunity to apply. Mm-hmm. No, not everybody is cut out for it. And if you're yeah. not meant for it, you know, don't cry about it because you didn't make it. We're not going to make it easier for you. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. going to get the same fucking standard. You know what I'm right. saying? And if right. you can't meet that standard, bye, motherfucker. Sorry for you. Yeah, I mean, um, the Army shouldn't be adjusting standards for um, the people you know like period like uh, the army has its standards uh either you meet it or you don't i mean sorry for you it's black and white and it's this whole like it's the new everybody gets trophy generation it's all that shit and it's all coming to a head and it's affecting the army Mm. because it's like now these kids are not used to being told no and it's like well, it's like, well, well, give me, give me one more chance. Give me one more chance. I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I can do it. I can do it. Uh, what? Well, dude, I'm not kidding. I fucking had a soldier when I was an AIT instructor 
fail something, right? And I wrote it down. Like I wrote down his time, said he failed, no go, checked it. And he was like, well, I used like, I failed, you know? And I was like, yeah, you did. And it's like, so um, are, are you just gonna pass me like, like later? And I was like, I was like, I will pass you when you make the fucking standard. Wow. Yeah, he was just like, oh, it's okay. Like I failed, but he's gonna give me a passing grade. Like, who the fuck does that? Did, is, did your teachers in high school do that? You know, like, that, that's fucking crazy to me. Cause yeah. I, you know, as a chief, when I was a chief, I, I made it a, a point that I don't, I don't adapt to you as a yeah. soldier, you adapt to me. You know what I'm saying? So then right. that's the way it should be all across. And back to the whole fucking um, NCOs battle test and battle hardened. I'm mm -hmm. afraid that we're going to come to something in the future with an X, Y, XYZ country and mm -hmm. pick one, China, Russia, North Korea. Sure. We're fucked. We are mm -hmm. fucked Hard because fun. we're too busy over here trying to figure out what bathroom a motherfucker should use Meanwhile, China's like, hey, uh, we are not gonna allow our fucking service members to be um, pussified, for mm -hmm. lack of a better term, you know? Right. And that's that's where we're headed to. Yeah. At least my my point of view is, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And and I mean, even look at, look at Russia, like every time they've been in any kind of conflict, um, you turn your back to the enemy, you get shot. You know, like, I mean, that's, that's how it is. It's, it's black and white. It's, uh, this is, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. Um, and I think that now, you know, we have to remind soldiers, like not, not in like a, like a shitty way, but you have to remind them. It's like, yo, fucking Abdullah Abdullah running down this fucking mountain in Jesus sandals and goddamn man dress. Right. He does not give a fuck what you you know what what offends your delicate sensibilities like he does not give a fuck he's gonna put around between your fucking eyes because you're an american yep. like so kill him <laughs> you know what i mean like train harder than that motherfucker because he is not gonna hesitate he Dude, is not gonna fucking wait like, that's it we had a platoon sergeant uh for our maneuver team out there mm -hmm. um, in 277 and I remember mm -hmm. on his um on his office door, mm -hmm. it was an infantry cat. He's mm -hmm. the only infantryman that I know that we called Smoke. He earned that title. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Smoke Anderson, if you're hearing this, shout out. So fucking um, he had there was this poster on the mm -hmm. on his door that said, you know, uh, something along the lines of like this guy right now is out there training uh to kill you. He right. doesn't go home every night. He right. keeps his weapon every fucking time that he gets a chance. You know, mm -hmm. he, he's basically set up to fucking take you out. You know, are you ready to fight him at the end of the day? I can't remember. Yeah. I, I'm obviously. I've seen, remember. I've seen that poster. Uh, it was, um, it was, uh, it said, meet, meet your enemy um, across the top. And then it, it, uh, it had this dude um, very, the one I saw at least it was, it was haunting. Like, mm -hmm. cause the, like it was um, this very, you know, he was an Afghani. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like they he had, had the, the blue, like blue eyes. Like he had, he had blue eyes and like this dark beard and fucking had the AK and, um, and it was just like you know he ate 
a bag of moldy rice for a month like he fucking he's doing all this other shit like hardcore shit because mm. that's what living in a third world country is and he's training to fucking kill you and now like, that he did you train hard. harder than him today right. and he's not like, going home after a year yeah. that is his fucking home this is life that is his life he is going to fight for his home. He's going to fight for his country, his tribe, his people, his family. Exactly. Like that is, that's what he's doing, you the know? War, and The warrior class is disappearing. We are losing our huh? warrior class. There yeah. is no more warrior class here in this country, or it's it's fading away. I don't want to overgeneralize, because I know there's still some motherfuckers yeah, out yeah. there, there are. that are yeah. hard fucking core, hard charging, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But they're being looked over because the army or the military or the powers that be want mm -hmm. to fucking, they want this person who scored a goddamn 120 GT score versus, yeah. I'm not trying to say that they're all fucking dumb, but what I'm trying to say is that, you know, there's a warrior class out there mm -hmm. not meant for college, who's not meant for fucking um, to, to go do what y'all electronical bullshit. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a warrior class out there that simply just wants to fucking fight and mm -hmm. boys are fucking rushing the risk. Are they crazy? Yeah. Some will say they are, Maybe. but who are, we, <laughs> who are we to... Dude, I just heard this one motherfucker, um, this Delta Force cat. I can't remember his name. I just heard the podcast. This motherfucker started off as an infantry cat, then mm. went SF, then went fucking Delta, then went mercenary. Dude, Shit. that motherfucker had my dick hard. Now he's a motivational speaker. And um, <laughs> let me find out his name, bro. I'll give it so motherfuckers go look him up. Uh, yeah, for sure. One second here. His name is Dale Comstock. All right. Okay, I'm, I'm writing that down right now. Dude, so, so go look it up. I saw it on this fucking uh, on this YouTube fucking page. Um, I'm trying to fucking find out the name. Shout out to it's called uh, Combat Story. That's the name of the YouTube page. Combat okay. Story. Okay. It is episode number 18, Dale Comstock. This guy had my fucking dick right. He had this fucking mustache, bro, that that alone looked like it would take me out. You know what I mean? Shit. Just yeah, yeah. Forward. That thing is bulletproof. <laughs> Hearing him talk, you know, is, to me, that's the warrior class. You know what I mean? Right. And right. He, he got a thrill out of it, a rush out of it. Does it make mm -hmm. him crazy? Maybe in some people's eyes, but that's what we need. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Motherfuckers out there. Dude, we are not out there fucking shooting, you know, uh, rubber bullets. You're not going to fucking uh, respawn once you get shot. Yeah. No second chances, man. Fucking game over. Yep. Like, that's it. So, Black. Dude, oh. uh, my lady's <laughs> already out there. She's all. I oh, yeah, yeah, man. I get it. I get my it. My apologies. I wish we could continue <laughs> this. We got to have you back on here again, bro. Uh, Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm always free. Give me a call, man. And we'll, I'll try. We'll hook it up. I'll try not to talk over you. I, just that with you're you're one of the ones that are on the gun line right now that are mm -hmm. actually on the line. So it gets my dick right. start hearing the stories and it brings me flashbacks. <laughs> no, man, you ne you never talked over me, man. We had a great discussion and I had a blast. Uh, I definitely, anytime you want me on, man, I'm here for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Hey, everybody out there, I appreciate y'all listening to us. If you stuck through all the way, hey, thanks again. If you're watching us on the YouTube. All right, if you're digging the 155 projectile M107 with supplemental charge t-shirt, go get the HE t-shirt on the gunline, Teespring. I don't know how the fuck you look it up, but if you go to onthegunline.com, 
uh, slide down, there's going to be a merch link on there. It'll say on the gun line merch link. So hit that, go check it out. I'll put it on the Facebook page and it'll, it'll be on the IG for on the gun line podcast. Anyways, uh, shout out to smoke survival guide. Make sure you guys go love support that channel or that Facebook page, man. Um, it's good content, especially if you're a red leg. And, um, do you have anything shout outs you want to give before we call it a day? Man, uh, not really, man. A just I I love being on on your podcast, brother. A on the gun line is uh, it's where it's at, man. I love coming out here and popping squat. Hell yeah, appreciate that, <laughs> brother. With that being said, everybody, we'll catch on the midweek memo coming up this Wednesday. It'll be myself, Urena, and Dowden, and uh, we'll find out what the fuck is going on out there. All right, y'all. Thanks for being here. Rounds complete and a mission. Gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers.